Alright, so uh, we will do Canto 8, Chapter 6. This is from the Srimad Bhagavatam. The chapter is called The Demigods and the Demons Declare a Truce. See, Sukhdev Goswami said, O King Parikshit, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hari, being thus worshipped with prayers by the demigods and Lord Brahma, appeared before him, before them. His bodily effulgence resembled the simultaneous rings of thousands of sun. The vision of all the demigods was blocked by the Lord's effulgence. Thus they could see neither the sky, the directions, the land, nor even themselves. What to speak of seeing the Lord who was present before them? Lord Brahma along with Lord Shiva saw the crystal clear personal beauty of the Supreme Personality of Godhead whose blackish body resembles a Markata gem whose eyes were reddish and like the depth of a lotus who is dressed like with garments that are yellow like molten gold and whose entire body is attractively decorated. They saw his beautiful smiling lotus like face crowned by a helmet bedecked with valuable jewels. The Lord had attractive eyebrows and his cheek were adorned with his cheek were adorned with earrings. Mm-hmm. Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva saw the belt on the Lord's waist, the bangles on his arms, the necklace on his chest, the ankle bells on his legs. The Lord is bedecked with flower garlands. His neck is decorated with kaustup gem, and he carries. Carries with him the goddess of fortune and his personal weapons like his disc and the club. While Lord Brahma, along with Lord Shiva and the other demigods, thus saw the form of the Lord, they all immediately fell to the ground, offering their obeisance. Lord Brahma said, Although you are never born, your appearance and disappearance are an incarnation never cease, you are always free from the material qualities and you are the shelter of transcendental bliss resembling an ocean. Eternally existing in your transcendental form, you are the supreme subtle of the most extremely subtle. We therefore offer our respectful obeisance unto you, the supreme whose existence is inconceivable. O best of persons, O supreme director, those who actually aspire for supreme good fortune, worship this form of your lordship according to the Vedic Tantra. My lord, we can see all these three worlds in you. So, what has happened? All the gods, the demigods have started praying to the Divine Lord and the Lord has come in in a physical manifestation right in front of their eyes. We have described what are the different different aspects of the Lord. You know, his earrings and his face and his body structure and so on and so forth. Plus his effulgence and his weapons. So, what is it that he actually carries? The last line over here previous line over here says and worship this form of your Lord according to the Vedic Tantras. So there is introduction of a subject which is slightly a different kind of a subject which is called the Vedic and the Tantras. The Vedas are nothing but like we have already discussed is the framework of this entire universe. It is how this universe has to function, what has to happen so on and so forth. Those are the Vedas. They are a part and the Shastras are, they are mentioning that. But there is another subject introduced over here called Tantra. Tantra is basically 
when we appreciate the physical manifestation of the Lord, appreciation of the Lord through the physical, appreciation of the Lord through the physical, hoping that He is also physical in nature. Alright? So you will find that the subject called Tantra is trying to evoke God through physical methodologies. So Tantra. Alright? So we can see the three worlds in you. My dear Lord, who are always fully independent, this entire cosmic manifestation arises from you, rests upon you and ends in you. Your Lordship is the beginning, sustenance and the end of everything like the earth which is the cause of the earthen pot which supports the pot and to which the pot when broken finally returns. So they have given one example over here. The earth is from where we get the clay and from the clay comes the pot and the pot is getting used in our daily life. After the pot is destroyed, it becomes the clay once again going back into the earth. So it's exactly in the same terminologies they are describing Krishna, who is the physical manifestation, has appeared. The pot will be called the physical manifestation, you know, like that. So, O Supreme, you are independent in yourself and do not take help from others. Though you are your own potency, you create this cosmic manifestation and enter into it. Those who are advanced in Krishna consciousness and are fully in knowledge of the authoritative Shastras and who, through the practice of Bhakti Yoga, are cleansed of all the material contamination, can see with clear minds that although you exist within the transformation of the material qualities, your presence is untouched by these qualities. Uh, this line is slightly tough to understand, so let me give you an explanation. You are independent of your own self. Okay. Now let us say, what, what do you mean by independent of your own self? Think about it from a perspective. Now let us say, you have gone to a sweetmeat shop. Okay, now in the sweetmeat shop you are seeing all kinds of sweetmeats right in front of you. Now all these sweetmeats that are there in front of you are what kind of sweetmeats? Maybe Jalebi, maybe Rasgulla, maybe Gulab Jamun, Kalakand. You know now I think more and more if you keep on seeing your mouth is going to water. So think about it, there is a sweetmeat shop right in front. Maybe Kanti sweets or Karthik sweets or one of those in a beautiful sweetmeat shops. And there you have all these beautiful sweetmeats in front of you. There are different kinds of pedas. Three, four kinds of pedas are there. There are rasgullas. There are so many things, you know. Kalakans and there is, you know, kaju katli and badam katli and what not. Now, your eyes are watching it. <coughs> okay. Your eyes are watching all these. You are looking here like this. And all the, you know, all the different stuff kept in front of you. Think about it. And then, what is happening to your nose? It is smelling the beautiful smell that are there coming in that sweetmeat shop. You see, if you go to one of the, you know, very famous sweetmeat shops where everything is fresh, 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 you will find that there is a lot of smell going all over the place. You know, they may have the chart also going on at the side. So the chart is there, the sweetmeats are there, everything is there. So nice smells are coming. Then on top of it, Smell is coming, you can hear people say, hey, do, do piece ye dena, chalo wo dena. Like you can hear people talking. And then your mouth, you know, your tongue, mm, ah, everything, all the juices have started coming out. Okay, I can see a lot of people whose juices have started flowing. 
now there is a very nice beautiful jalebi come in front of you and imurti what you call as jahangiri and all you just bought and kept and you say oh my god this looks so fresh i want to eat this so your entire body is reacting towards it isn't it and then what do you do then you tell him i want to eat one before i take it home you know if i take it home everybody is going to pounce on it before that i will have at least one over here and then go <laughs> so you tell tell him i want one and then you stand over there and you are eating it now have you seen what has happened actually and this is something which transpired over here are two things okay the two things that have happened is the senses are divided into total how many you will say that there are five right okay there are 11 total 11 <laughs> 5 are the eyes the ears and all that then the sixth one is called the mind then there is action organs of action so you know what has happened the first five are actually watching the stuff through the sixth one that is the link five on this side and then there is a link and then the five on this side are reacting to it see the whole action is going like this so the five which are there your hands and now everything which is going along with it you have taken that you have walked up to the counter you have taken that thing and you have started eating it that is called the organs of action so the senses with the mind react with this five so that they do the action now see through this through this only you will get an idea of how this whole thing is working you are independent of yourself and do not take help from others did you see that in our world we are taking help from our own organs of action right now i am going to ask you so who was smelling who was seeing who is eating and the answer is i am eating i am seeing i am smelling okay so that means somebody is smelling somebody is eating somebody is seeing somebody is eat you know all these actions plus this seeing is done by somebody else only and your body is only performing an action so did you see there is a somebody there so who is that somebody this is the special part in that whole so there is somebody there so this somebody cannot be called a witness also a witness is that who only witnesses doesn't do action correct so then but actions are happening you will find that somebody is touching the stuff and eating it also no <laughs> so did you notice that there is a body and there is a somebody some body and body so there is some in between the two that is plus <laughs> so somebody is there in between now this somebody is called the unmanifest we don't even know who this person is what he is or can you say he is a spirit can you see he is the can you say that he is the one who is me? no we cannot even say that so we have a very big ambiguity there so who is eating i don't know <laughs> the body is eating 
remember the body was seeing and the body is eating but who is this i who wants to eat there is a big question mark so you will find that this is how the lord works through us the body is just a vehicle just now brito drove from the church to the house i am driving sir the the car drove <laughs> you are driving so then you will say i used my hands no to of course you used your hands who is saying no and you are pushing the pedals of course <laughs> that and you switch switched off the engine and everything you did but then end of it the big ambiguity is then who was doing all these things it's a big question you know the answer is i did it i did it the whole point is i did it so then the 12th portion comes into play remember the 10 we already discussed 5 plus the one in the middle and the 5 now we come to the next one which is called i did it the ego comes into play and the ego says see i am responsible i did it can you not understand i am doing it so that means ego is always separate from this it has a independent identity of its own i am doing it but the ego doesn't understand that the whole thing is being driven through him <laughs> somebody is making him do that that again we don't understand so all this is a very big complexity which we are understanding through these lines so let us see the line and now we will try to decipher what it says oh supreme you are independent in yourself and do not take help from others so the lord is different than us you know why because we take help of the body and the lord doesn't take help of anybody nobody there correct through your own potency he does everything through his potency now in potency what it means is remember the five on this side and the one in the center the one in the center called the mind was making this fives a reaction into an action on this side correct so there was somebody making it happen so you are taking that jalebi or something like that and eating it so action was done by this five action organs and this was only telling you see very nice very nice eat it eat it eat it see 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 beautiful color beautiful taste beautiful just telling you and this is making you do that so five action and five sense organs they are combined together with the mind to actually do this action now in the lord's case there are no action organs or anything like that <laughs> okay so what is driving the whole thing it is called potency potency doesn't require anything any object see in our case we required the hands to pick up that thing and eat isn't it hands to pick up put it in our mouth and the mouth goes like this and digest it in the lord's case this is not there <laughs> it doesn't work like that so do you understand the difference between the unmanifest and the manifest we are manifest beings in the unmanifest everything happens without it without the physical so in his world is potency works you create this cosmic manifestation and enter into it now here is the point which i was trying to tell you creation is us this physical body is us isn't it 
So the Lord which is the unmanifest, which has only the potency, he has the potency to do anything, he has now entered this domain of the manifest. You are the manifest. You are the physical entity. Now the potency from the Lord has actually entered over here. So that which makes us do these things, the I which I was talking about, no? I, remember we stopped at ego. And then we said, somebody is making this ego say these things. So it is called the potency of the Lord. The Lord's potency is working through this. Got it? This is how the whole flow happens. It's a very beautiful flow. And he enters into it. Those who are advanced in Krishna consciousness, those who are advanced in this knowledge, they are fully of knowledge in authoritative Shastra. And who through the practice of Bhakti Yoga are cleansed of all material contamination can see with their clear minds that although you exist within this transformation of the material qualities, your presence is untouched by the qualities. So did you understand this? So the Lord, what he does is, he enters through this portal of unmanifest to the manifest. Okay? When he enters, the I comes in play in you. In you means me as well, you, me, everybody, all the physical beings. The moment the I enters, the body, the, the divine Lord's energy enters us, what we call as the potency. The moment it enters us, the body becomes active. And the moment the body becomes active, the I comes into play. I did it. I did it. But this I is the false I. You think you are doing it. But only the bhaktas, only the one who are the true bhaktas, because of the power of their faith, they understand that I is nowhere concerned. He is doing it. The Lord is doing it. But only the normal human beings believe, I did it, I did it, I did it. You understand? So, the person will say, I ate the jalebi. The spiritual being says, the Lord made this body eat the jalebi. So, they are nowhere concerned with the whole process. Do you see that? The Lord is making this body do the things. So, the eye is no longer into the picture. So, their ahankara is destroyed. Ahankara means the eye. The eyeness in a person. That is destroyed. So, every time when you give credit to the eye in you, the karma sticks to us. But the moment you understand that the Lord is doing everything through this body, through the body, He is seeing. Through the body, He is smelling. Through the body, He is making this, you know, our mouth water. Through the body, He is wanting us to buy that thing. Through the body, you are eating it. It is giving nourishment to the body. But where is he concerned? He is not at all in the picture because the I-ness comes in the middle. Got it? So you have to let go of this I and 
once you let go of the i and understand that the whole universe is doing what it is supposed to do only because of the lord then the ego go, goes out of the window the moment the ego goes out of the window you are free from all contaminations you understand what i'm saying see think about it from this point of view you are working in an office and your boss says okay do this thing something you know he says press a button or something like that and maybe you do that and the consequences are something really terrible happens or something good happens one of the two now you are the one who did the pressing of the button can you say i did it no your boss has told you to do no but how we react to it when something good comes out of it we say i did no that is why these things are happening but when something bad comes oh boss ne bola usko akkal thoda kam hai <laughs> you see the whole point oh, the boss is the idiot he is the one who told me to do is his fault i'm not my fault so the fault is always somebody else's whereas when it is a question of praise it is somebody else so that is me <laughs> so this is how the world reacts so now the person who is called the true bhakt doesn't take credit of this so this is how he will say the lord made me do this the lord work through this body the lord works through this body that is why you will find that whether it is mother teresa or whether it is thomas aquinas or whoever that is concerned you know all these great people they will never say i did they will say god used this body so we need to become humble like that and the moment you become humble like that then there is no question of any karmas attaching us so but the moment we blame god blaming you should not blame <laughs> then you are going to put your blame on him then you are going to get into big trouble so we say in the words of the bhaktas he says those who are advanced in krishna consciousness are fully in knowledge of the authoritative shastra and who through the practice of bhakti yoga practice just now what i said is god is the doer we think that are cleansed of all material contamination no sin or karma accrues to them correct can see with clear minds that although you exist with the transformation of the material qualities correct i exist no with the transformation of the material qualities when all the senses and body put together i am there your presence is untouched by these qualities the lord working through us he is also untouched and you are also untouched you are only a tool this is what is the most important thing that we need to know as one can derive fire from wood milk from milk bag of the cows food grains and water from the land and prosperity in one's livelihood from industrial enterprise so also by the practice of bhakti yoga even within this material world one can achieve one your favor or intelligently approach you those who are pious all affirm to this so like wood comes from the wood only milk comes from the udders of the cow isn't it likewise food grains and everything comes from the earth prosperity in industrial livelihood from industrial enterprise when you are working for a company you are getting salary 
or when you are having your own business you are getting your money from there all this these are all practices which we have to understand in the bhakti yoga don't attribute it to yourself don't say i am the farmer i put the crops in the ground that is why you you can get to eat don't say these words don't say na i planted the trees so tomorrow when everybody is cutting down the trees no see these people people don't understand how difficult it is to plant the trees don't say these words it's not important don't say the word saying you know i purified this water you know i put up the desalination plant or whatever no need you are only a tool just understand this or you cannot even say you know because of me the company functions if i don't go with the key in the morning na nobody can enter the office because of me <laughs> there are people in this world who will say na mai chabi leke jata hu tabhi tumhara company chalu hota sir with chabi dusre ko dega to bhi company chalu hoga tumhara kya use hai wahan pe understand so don't attribute it you know if i don't go to work nobody is going to work don't go to work permanently you see the whole company will run on its own <laughs> so that that ego should not be there in any person you know just because of me and think if you are the if you are the owner of a business or an enterprise don't think that if you are there the company runs no you get out of the place the company will run or if it has to shut down it will shut down it really does not matter so got the point so those who are pious all affirm to this those who can understand this they are intelligent enough they will affirm to this that they are only a tool in the hands of god elephants afflicted by the forest fire becomes very happy when they get water from the ganga similarly oh my lord from those whose navel grows a lotus flower since you have now appeared before us we have become transcendently happy by seeing your lordship whom we have desired to see for a very long time we have achieved our ultimate goal in life now you know this in this line also there is something which happens what the, what happens over here you will find that when you see the divine lord you feel happy now you will ask me how how what what does that mean here i don't know whether i am going to be happy or no sir tomorrow sharuk khan comes to your workplace no you will be definitely happy you want his autograph at least one selfie with him sir sir can i take one selfie with you you will want that isn't it so are you not happy or tomorrow maybe some great uh, film actress comes or maybe obama walks into your office i'm sure uh, you know all of us will want to go and stand in the queue over there ah, i'm waiting for him to come we have want we want that now if the normal human beings are going to behave like with obama and all that so what happens to everybody when they are actually in presence of god so they are completely in that state you know i want a selfie with god <laughs> maybe that's what you want my lord we the various de- demigods the director of this universe have come to your lotus feet please fulfill the purpose of which we have come you are the witness of everything and from within and without nothing is unknown to you and therefore it is unnecessary to inform you again of anything see again what happens is the demigods are telling the gods we direct the world for you we are the ones who are you know like you are the great producer maybe you are the financier of this whole enterprise i am the director this fellow is photography expert that is stuntman that is boom carrier that is the spot boy sab jan hum log idhar kaam kar rahe aap aap hum log ka director bhi hai idhar we are actually directing what you are telling us to do 
you know you are providing us with things and we have to do so like that we are provide we are doing all the work that you are telling us to do so now that you have come over here see nothing is unknown to you we have something to talk to you but you know you know everything you are all knowing you understand everything in this world oh i lord brahma lord shiva and all the demigods accompanied by the prajapatis like daksha are nothing but sparks illuminated by you who are the original fire since we are the particles in you what can we understand about our welfare oh supreme lord please give us the means of deliverance that is suitable for the brahmanas and the demigods sukdev goswami continued when the lord was thus offered prayer by the demigods headed by lord brahma he understood the purpose for which they had approached him therefore in a deep voice that resembled the rumbling of the clouds the lord replied to the demigods who all stood there attentively with folded hands to the supreme though, although the supreme personality of god at the master of the demigods was capable of performing the activities of the demigods by himself he wanted to enjoy the pastimes in churning the oceans therefore he spoke as follows see the lord himself just by the blink of his eye can do whatever he wants to not that he cannot do but there are things in your world see even in our life what we do no now you have downlines isn't it or in your house you have servants so what do you do you tell the servant okay you do this you do that it's not that you cannot do again in office also you have downlines so you will tell your downlines come on you do this job you do this job you do this job you do this job it's not that you cannot do everything can be done by you it's the same way the lord can himself do everything that he wants to but how does he do he tells the demigods and others to do all the things so the supreme personality of god had okay although the supreme personality of god had the master of the demigods was capable of performing the activities of the demigod by himself he wanted to enjoy pastimes in churning the ocean therefore he spoke he spoke as follows the supreme personality of god had said oh lord brahma lord shiva and other demigods please hear me with great attention for what i say will bring good fortune to all of you as long as you are not flourishing you should make a truce with the demons and the asuras who are now being favored by time oh demigods fulfilling one's own interest is so important that one may even have to make a truce with one's enemies for the sake of one's self interest one has to act according to the logic of the snake and the mouse in our world you know how we work we don't want to go and talk to the enemy we don't want to have a truce with the enemy any person in this world who doesn't want to have any truce with the enemy cannot have any good in their world happening to them please understand this you have to work with the negative powers also okay think about it if there is a husband and wife and there is a constant fight there and the husband doesn't go or the wife doesn't come to you know settle the dispute is there progress going to happen no progress is going to happen if you want the progress to happen naturally you got to have a common ground where you are going to come and talk and sort out the issues in the same way now you have a problem with your boss the boss tells you ye karne ka wo karne ka wo karne ka wo karne ka wo karne ka and like a nandi bail you know nandi bail bugu 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 he they come in our native places you know the person comes around with that and he says 
Hey, Jamare, isne khana khaya? Bola, that Nandibal will do like that. Yes, yes, yes. He keeps on just doing that only. And sometimes he does like this, like this, like this. <laughs> he is called a Nandibal. By the way, it's a way of he makes money and the Nandibal is very, you know, he is trained to say yes and no. So, you cannot do that. You cannot stand in front of the boss and say yes, yes, yes. Tomorrow the boss will give you 20 different kinds of jobs. You think you are capable of doing that? Of course you are capable of doing that. That's why he gave it to you. But do you have the capacity to do 20 jobs at one time? No. You can do 5, 6 or 7. The rest of them, he may have to give to somebody else. But you are quiet. You will say, yes boss, yes boss. Yes, boss. And you will do 5-6 jobs and the rest of the jobs you will not do. You know, your boss is going to be the first person to get angry with you. But if you would have told him in the first place, I can do this much and I can outperform everybody in this much jobs. Then you have come to a truce, an understanding. Though he, remember, he is not your enemy. But still, you have realized your potential and you can definitely, see your potential is X. You should always try X plus 1. 10% above or 20% above your potential. Always try. Because you don't know, no? Suppose you could jump 4 feet 4 inches and later on you can jump 4 feet 5 inches and then 6 inches and then 7 inches. But maybe you can jump 5 feet. Who knows? But if you have to keep the sky open, doesn't mean that you put the bar at 20 feet and say, no, now from 4.4 I am going to jump 20 feet. You'll go from under the bar very nicely. Not over the bar. <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> so, you have to understand this very carefully, you know. You should set your bars which are achievable but slightly difficult. Always remember this. Achievable but slightly difficult. Always raise your bar slightly more, more, more. Doesn't mean that you take the whole bloody thing on top of your head and you know, you feel the burden and tomorrow you get fired. And then you have got all the time in the world to curse your boss. No. So, negotiate. Don't bother about it. Negotiate. Come to an understanding. Even it's like a truce with the enemy. You have a big enemy. Suppose the big enemy is there. Now that person wants to beat you up. You need to have an understanding with him. Sir, let us come to some... Okay. You know, like how they play cricket in India or the world, World Cup series. They already negotiated well in advance one year or two years before. Which team, okay, okay, we are going to play in this country. Okay, and the country fellow says, see, I am giving you my ground, I am giving you so much of money, I am giving you this, I am giving you that. I should at least come up to the finals. It's a negotiation. And so the association will say, okay, okay, we'll allow you to come. And then all the teams are coached in such a way that every, this is this is like the World Wrestling Federation. Everybody knows about it, but nobody wants to talk about it. It's a very common phenomenon. The whole world knows about it, who is going to win, how they are going to, because the, the people who are betting big money on it, na, they know it very well. That's how they make money. They have an insider information, who is going to win and who is going to lose. And that is the reason why you will find that, now the next time when somebody plays, now let us say tomorrow Sri Lanka says, we want to host the World Cup. 
Now you tell me without knowing only you will tell me. You know, Sri Lanka will come up to finals at least. Or if they can negotiate very hard, they will be winners in final. Just like Aishwarya Rai and you know and know that other girl say they became Miss World and Miss Universe. Why? India was paying for it. You know, you remember that Amitabh Bachchan something ABCL. They have performed in that Kanti Riva Stadium one big show, Damaka. Naturally, boss, you have to understand. If this was an unbiased show, no biases, then the true person will win. But the thing is biased. The whole thing is biased. So it is like that. You have to negotiate. So Krishna, you know, is telling you very nicely here also. What he says? He says, "Oh demigods, fulfilling one's own interest is so important." that one may even have to make a truce with one's enemy don't forget this you have to make truce with your enemy negotiation very important for the sake of one's self interest you should have your own interest at heart you should always one has to act according to the logic of the snake and the mouse okay immediately endeavor to produce nectar which a person who is about to dry may drink to become immortal o demigods cast into the ocean of milk all kinds of vegetables grass creepers and drugs then with the with my help making mandara mountain the churning rod and vasuki the rope for churning churn the ocean of milk with undiverted attention thus the demons will be engaged in labor but you the demigods will gain the actual result the nectar produced by the from the ocean so who is who is telling the god demigod something krishna is telling the demigod see it is for your own benefit i am telling you so always when you are going to negotiate it always has to be favorable to you not to your enemy but negotiation is a must remember this negotiation is a must negotiate only for your benefit do you get this point you should always negotiate for your benefit i know it's a very smart statement so next time when you are going to hold a world cup negotiate that you are going to win <laughs> understand so everybody does that including the gods they also do the same thing all right so negotiation so we'll re- we'll gain the actual result the nectar will be produced from the ocean my dear demigods with patience and peace everything can be done but if one is agitated by anger the goal is not achieved therefore whatever the demons ask agree to their proposal understand so whether you think you are god or whether you think you are the demon you please think about it carefully <laughs> so always negotiations have to be always some give and you should take so always god is always talking like this you know don't get angry with them just because those people are coming to negotiate at the table don't start in the beginning i no 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 you know how we always start our fights first only we have decided how many you know hum main nahi karne wala hai jaane dena gaya bhad mein tu aur tera company gaya kadde mein You know, we say these words right in the beginning, and then we say, "Acha, mere ko bula hai, dekhta hai, mere tu karega kya?" No, no. Go with the idea of negotiation, and sometimes they will ask you some things. You know what they will say? Suppose they they are giving you twenty jobs. Your boss has given you twenty jobs. 
in that 20 jobs what will happen you are telling the boss <coughs> boss please I am I am I can do only 4 you know that 4 boss will say what nonsense why has the company appointed you blah 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 he will keep on saying all that don't get angry with him at that time you are only focused on negotiation remember this boss will say what is this nonsense I can, I, you know, I so much rely on you. Because of you, the company runs. Because of you, everything happens. You know, if you don't work tomorrow, who is going to go and do all those things over there? The company is running. He is only trying to give you bloody maskabaji, okay? Remember, because of you, the company is running. Then I should be getting your salary also, isn't it? But that is not happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> remember, what he is talking is, he is talking from his point of view. You need to negotiate from your point of view. So you should say, no, sir, I have to go on one week holiday next week. That guy gets another heart attack. <laughs> Last year only I told you, no? I have to go to my native place. Then who is going to do these 20 jobs? Sir, please, you have to reduce, no? And finally the boss says, okay, okay, you do 10 of them. 10 of them I will give to somebody else. Okay, then your negotiations have to be stronger. See, you have already thought of a figure. In your mind, it is between 6 and 8. This person has come to 10 already. So now you have to say, 4, sir, 5, please, one more. I will do one more, only one more. Please don't give me more. You know, I am a poor man. I have to go home, I have to cook, I have to do this, I have to do that. You have to show how weak you are. Don't worry, you are the god over there. <laughs> Finally, your boss says, what is this? I am expecting you to do so much. I have got so many other departments to look at. If you are not going to perform, what is going to happen in the other departments? You know, this is how negotiations happen, don't they? He is going to tell you that he is a boss of another 10 more departments. But that is none of your bloody concern. Then if you are going to handle those departments, let me handle your job. You give me your salary. Okay? He is not going to agree to that. So you want your salary, he wants his salary, so better negotiate further. Then you come to another understanding. Sir, I can do one more. What is this one more, one more? You are negotiating with me. No sir, how can I negotiate with you? You are the greatest person on earth. I am not negotiating anything. But don't laugh at that time, like I am laughing just now. You have to be very serious. Like Senthil is always serious, you have to be very serious. So when you negotiate, you have to be serious and you have to show Boss, please I have next week, you know, my son's examination is there I have to give, I have to do studies, this, that As if you are doing studies for your son No, nothing like that <laughs> You can tell him 100 reasons you can give In 100 reasons he is going to accept some of them Some of them he is not going to accept But understand, he is also a father of a child He is also done all his homework Remember that so you know, negotiate exactly the way he thinks. Don't negotiate the way you think. Negotiate the way he thinks. That is the strong point. Think the way he thinks, which is what is called empathizing with the enemy. So you have to give a little. So you say, sir, I will do six. Okay, please. Now don't give me more, sir. Okay, okay. You do seven. We'll, and no negotiating further. Okay, seven. That's all. You have got your victory between your 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 target was between six and eight and you have done seven. 
you have done a victorious thing don't laugh again okay sir sir in this year's uh, you know my annual what do you call that yeah please yeah you are you know when you are doing that no please mention na that i worked very hard for these seven things you are not negotiating for that seven now your seven is f- closed okay but you have to get some more advantage out of it you have to get the amruta out of it that means this years when he is doing your annual uh, that you know uh, appraisal you better get something out of it you have actually put a gun against his head you know that you know what you have told him sir seven ko agar tum agree nahi karega na mere ko agar increment nahi mila na to dekho main five hi karega nahi to four hi karega <laughs> then he doesn't know where to do the rest from so he is okay okay we'll see about that when the april comes we are going to think about it sir please very important to me see i have been in the same salary for last so many years now i've got children you also have children your salary is 10 times mine mine so little so you have to get the amruta out of it remember this this is what krishna is teaching is demigods and this is negotiating time so so what he is saying see see the words are also very beautiful my dear demigods with patience and peace everything can be done everything you can do but if one is agitated by anger the goal is not achieved your goal not that fellow's goal your goal remember not his goal your goal therefore whatever the demons ask agree to their proposal so the next time when you when you look at your boss think he is the demon rakshasa ha 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 like that you know <laughs> with the two singhas on top of his head of course you can think about him like that okay so understand these are negotiating skills a poison we will do another two more lines and then we will stop okay or how big is it this chapter can i do for another 5 more minutes is that okay huh? okay a poison known as kalkuta will be generated from the ocean of milk but you should not fear it but when various products are churned from the ocean you should not be greedy for them and anxious to obtain them nor should you be angry sukhdev goswami continued o king parikshit after advising the demigods in this way the independent supreme personality of god at the best of all living entities disappeared from their presence you know what he is telling all trinkets will also come trinkets mean chota chota items bhi aayega you know when you go to a conference when you go to the conference you know what they'll give you one nice pad one pen some gifts some this things some god knows all sorts of things they are going to give you are you gone gone there for that or have you gone there for a big prize you gone for a big prize don't look at the small prizes they are of no use you can give it to the bosses children if you want to does not matter if you come back from the conference suppose suppose he is sending you for some conference to somewhere you know rio rio de janeiro you can go to rio de janeiro buy some nice gifts from there take something from the conference and you come back and you give it to, to your boss only sir this i got from there this i brought for you that guy is a bloody cheapo remember this you understand cheapo <laughs> he will take those things 
So he is like the demon. Remember the cheapos. They will take even the stupidest thing. Because you see when they go on their tour. In the hotel room everything is cleaned out by them. From the toothbrush to the soap and to the napkins also they take with them. You should go to his house to see his cupboard. There will be different soaps from different different hotels that he has gone to. Hey, that is how he has become a boss, no? And you should become that god over there, demigod. You should be able to negotiate. Remember, he is of a bloody cheap mentality. So give him the soap, don't worry. Are you can go and buy a nice soap from outside, does not matter. But that guy wants to live on... Th- he, he never uses those soaps. He never uses those shampoos. You know what he does? He just puts them in his cupboard like this nicely. Oh, this soap is from this Hilton. This soap is from this Novotel. This soap is from, you know, that uh, Kempensky. He just wants to tell the bloody world where he is gone. Okay. And then there are different, different bottles, you know, of shampoos and all that lined in his cupboard. He never uses them. Okay. If you actually ask him what he uses, really if you go to his bathroom to see what he uses, Vatika hair shampoo. <laughs> he'll be using he'll be using the cheapest shampoo available on earth. Understand this. So don't worry about all these trinkets, you just give him. Sir, I got this keychain. They were giving at the Oh, very nice. You have extra? No, no, sir, this is for you only. I only bought it for you. So what what Krishna is telling, all these things are going to come in the middle. Okay, when you are doing the churning of the ocean. Just give them to the to the demon. Don't bother about it. The beautiful one, I only am going to take. Don't worry about it because I am your God. But the rest of the small trinket, you give it to the demons. Because at the end of it, you have to become immortal. Remember this. So, the whole story is like that. So, I think we shall end over here. And, yeah.